Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good morning, Perfect Timers. Christy and Lindsay, we are... What time is it? It's like 6.40. We're up and Adam in the morning. We hope you are too. Um, now, okay, let's really quick talk about, are you guys waking up and trying to see the sun with your eyes? Have you tried it? Is it helping? Report back. Um, that was our challenge for May is to wake up and be um, outside, no glasses, no contacts with the sunrise. It helps with your rhythms. If you need to go back and hear more, it's at the end of the podcast with Carrie, which is two episodes ago. I think it was number 51. Okay. Um, About the, uh, the divorce episode. Yes. We kind of snuck it in at the end. We talked about it at the end and Christy kind of went into the benefits. Um, now, today we're going to talk about creating more than you consume. And I saw a little snippet, I think it was on Instagram and it was kind of, this was more so talking about social media and how, um, you know, we're huge consumers, a lot of us of information, incoming, incoming, incoming. Um, And sometimes when we, all we do is consume, we get kind of off kilter like even with our happiness, because all we're doing is taking in information and we're not creating the things that we could be creating. Um, And I think it's fun to talk about because you get one life, you know, and I don't want us to miss the mark in terms of like, if there's things out there that could be making us happy or taking time away that would help us prioritize our day. Like, how do we get more of a balance there? Does that make sense, Christy? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, when you said just now about like social media and scrolling and, you know, I think that that immediately brought to mind something I've been reading a lot about, which is um, talking about dopamine, dopamine, and that's a neurotransmitter in your brain. That's, it's like your happy um, neurotransmitter chemical and social media, the inventors of social media have straight up admitted that like their goal is to, um, increase your dopamine hits. Like it's a neurological response so that you become like truly addicted to the scroll. And so consuming is their goal. Their goal is to make you a consumer of social media um, and if your brain gets wired, sorry, I'm just going to like geek no, out and nerd out for a second. If your, if your brain gets wired to constantly need those dopamine hits before you know it, you've consumed, 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 and then you are not creating, or you are not finding happiness outside of an Instagram <laughs> like, or an Instagram scroll or, an, you know, opening your phone and immediately opening your, your social media apps. And so anyway, something that I've been reading a lot about is like resetting your dopamine, um, 
uh, drive or need. And, um, you can, you know, I could go on and on about that, but, um, well, really, I think so, so without like, obviously one way to do that is to not, is to set parameters, but what are other things that give us dopamine, like exercise, exercise, a hug, laughing sex with your spouse or yeah, with your spouse. Um, <laughs> Good call. Um, with your significant other, um, you know, anything that's gonna, yes, bring you a moment of happiness. You can also get dopamine from um, alcohol, drugs, sugar, food, you know, like there are negative ways of receiving dopamine and then there are positive. So mm-hmm. we, I yeah. think cre- creating something will totally be a dopamine hit for you. It's not going to be as instantaneous as scrolling the gram. Um, but yeah, rewiring your dopamine receptors. Um, mm-hmm. you know how you can also, like, if you feel like you're way too much of a consumer, you can completely reset your dopamine drive by doing a fast. Fasting can reset your dopamine, um, drive. And so that's, that's where I've been kind of reading about that. You can do it. So if you're feeling just like chronically unhappy and you do a dopamine, uh, a longer fast, you can, um, reset that. With cool. food you're talking about, right? Yeah. Fasting Not from like food. Fasting mm-hmm. from, okay. Um, or social media, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fasting. But like you're talking about like actually fasting from food and doing from that food. in like a healthy, proper way. Um, yes. uh, hit up Christy, if you want to know more about that, because she's been doing a lot of research and I mean, she's been doing it for a while for one, but she also has been doing a lot of research about that. So let her know if you have questions about fasting, especially if you're a woman, because we have to do it a little bit differently. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, what, what I was like thinking about too, when I saw that it's kind of like, where are you on the happiness factor? Because creating things, it just gives you so much joy. It gives you confidence. It gives you a project. Like there's so much beauty that comes with creating. Um, and whether that's gardening, like that's creating or making bread, which we both like to do, or, um, working on a project, like whatever it is that fits into your life. Like that's what we're talking about with creating, like actually doing hands, you know, your hands and feet doing that thing. Um, when we're consuming, I, what, where my mind goes is I think it leads to a road of comparison. I think we always think somebody's doing it better or more than we are. And then we lose time because we're all we're doing is focusing on what everybody else is doing and we're losing time actually living our own life. And so it's weird. It's like, why are we following all these people and watching them cook every single meal? But like, we're not doing that. So that's not what you want to do. It's like almost sign off because I mean, whatever, that's a, if it brings you joy, that's great. If it makes you feel like you're not doing it life, right. Then like that needs to be, you know, and as with everything, there are healthy, there are healthy places to be and there are unhealthy places to be. And if you catch yourself in a comparison game or in a, like, I'm not adequate space, headspace, like, yeah, it's time to sign off. It's time to it's time to stop consuming and then go create something, you know? And I think, like you said, it it leads to comparison. And when, when I think create versus consume, my mind immediately goes to like creators typically have more grace for people because they know what it's like to be out there 
making that loaf, that first loaf of sourdough bread, you know, like during the pandemic, everyone started making sourdough bread and everyone was seeing these beautiful images of sourdough. And then I went to go make my first loaf of sourdough bread and it looked like a flat rock. (laughs) And I was like, what the heck, you know? And all of a sudden I had more appreciation and and more grace for myself and for the people who were vulnerably putting out their photos of their sourdough bread on Instagram because I I saw the struggle. It took me all freaking day to do it. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, you know? And it just is humbling to become a creator, I think. Um, Yeah, yeah. And like, okay, so you even... um... You said the other day on Instagram, and I loved it so much. Like your goal is each year that you're in your new place on your farm is to add one more night of a meal that's just based off of your land. So in seven years, you will be able to feed your family from your land. Like that was your goal, right? So that's Mm -hmm. creating. So you're starting your garden, you're creating that, and your vision is long-term so that you become a consumer of your land versus a consumer of what everybody else, you know, like most of the population, me included, is getting our food. And so um, I think some of it is like, it's just gonna take longer and we have to have long-term visions when we want to create. Um, I think our mindset now is just so different than like our grandparents and their parents because yes. we see everything comes so quickly for us. And it's just so much easier. Like, okay, I could make sourdough bread or I could go to the farmer's market and just pick one up for 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, and if it, again, if you don't like making bread, that makes sense. But if you're doing that because you think you can't do it or um, it's like a mindset thing, I think your bread won't be good enough or yeah, you know, like like you'd never be able to do that. Like, then that's where I'm like, no, try it because you might surprise yourself. And this is not, this is not a, this is not a podcast episode about sourdough bread. No, it is not. (laughs) But take that sourdough bread and apply it to X, Y, and Z, you know, apply it to anything. And yes, exactly that. Like Lindsay, like you, and, and I, this is something I think a lot about too, is like, choosing convenience on repeat is going to, if we are always choosing the convenient thing, I've said this before a million times and I feel it very strongly, like convenience is going to be what kills us all. Because when we constantly try to take the shorter cut, the shorter route, the easier, quick fix, dopamine hit, like yikes that's that's a scary path to go on and when you constantly are looking for the next shortcut because you see someone else who's already done the work behind the scenes and then put their creation out there and you think I need that now just like they have it that is just setting you up for major failure and a really really unhealthy headspace so yes yeah totally feel all of that yeah. And I think it's like, it goes back to the episode we did with Courtney about time blocking. Like there is time in our day to be consumers for sure. And I am, and like, you know, but then, um, like, are we putting parameters around those times? Like, I love to sit down with Justin at night and we will watch a show together. I know that's not everybody's jam. Um, but we like that, you know, so we put parameters around that time. It happens like later at night, 
whatever. But um, the rest of the day, like he's working, I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. we're doing things. And um, I recently just started that wallpaper business. And I think the thing I love the most about it is it like, for as long as I can remember, I was like working from my phone. And before that it was a computer and it was like all marketing, social media, fundraising, very much like everyone could get a hold of me any time of day kind of jobs. And this, I like put my phone down and put a podcast on and I'm like creating. And then at the end of the project, I get to see this beautiful thing that wasn't there before these like happy walls and it does something to me. And I truly feel like I just am a blue collar gal that wants to like you know, I love like work that. With my I that means you're and doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know I needed that to be honest. Like I actually was like, Oh, I don't know. Like if I'll love the actual work that goes into it, there was many reasons why my friend and I decided to like jump into this, but I have surprised myself in that I needed a break. I need a reason to like put things over here and focus on a project. I don't know. It's been really fun. That's awesome. Wait, yeah. you haven't really talked about that on here. So for like people that don't know you, like give yourself a little shameless plug. Tell us your, <laughs> tell us your business and your name and how we can find you on Instagram. If we want to fly you out to wallpaper our walls. Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't mean to derail that conversation, but it does apply. No, no, I'm glad. I mean, that is, that is our topic. You're, you're being a creator. And I think, yeah. I, you know, and to back up before you start talking about that, like you have been trying to think of something that you could do for work mm -hmm. for a long time. And you, I know we talked about it behind the scenes, but like you were not sure where, what you were going to do. And I think you wanted to find something that could work for your, sorry, I don't mean to be speaking for you right now, but like your, your schedule with your children mm -hmm. and also just like a creative outlet. And this is like, this is it girl, you're doing it. And it makes, <laughs> it's making you so happy. I love it. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're in the beginning stages, but yes, it's like I had all these like parameters around. I, I know it sounds crazy for people that are like, well, I'm doing a night eight to five. And if that works for you, that's awesome. I just, what we have right now, I'm just not willing, if I don't have to, to compromise like the balance that we have going on in our family as far as time and like, you know, like my kids get out of school, you blink and then they're out of school. So, anyways this works within the confines of the perimeters of what we feel we want for time for our family. And, um, so I can set my own hours. Essentially. I think once you start working for yourself, you're like, uh, I don't want yeah. Anyways, it, it gave me a freedom. So that was part of it. And then, um, it was funny. I'll give you the quick version, but, um, I had decided that I wanted to wallpaper my bathroom. My friend has been like really awesome with helping me pick out things for our bathroom remodel. And I was like, what do we think about wallpaper? And she's like, oh my gosh, you should wallpaper. And so I picked one out. My mom had wallpapered for 12 years when we were little. So when we were growing up, that's what she did. Like she as a business, as a business, her and her friend, okay. um, they, they were in, when we were in, we lived in Kentucky and her and her friend would wallpaper. She did it here and she did it full time. And I mean, wallpaper in the eighties was like, where it's at, like everything was wallpaper and it was not accent yeah. walls. It was like, you know, ceiling to floor. So she had done that forever. And then when it came time for me to do my bathroom, my sister-in-law was also working on a project and 
we kind of realized like there aren't a lot of people doing it now. It's all women, my mom's age that, you know, they don't want to be like on scaffolding and like doing high ceilings anymore. And um, it was kind of like a lost art is what I was realizing. However, like, I mean, you had wallpaper up on your house, like an accent wall. It There's so many companies that are bringing that back and so many um, designers are using wallpaper. And I'm like, well, if there's not a lot of them, maybe I should try. So I tried to talk my mom into doing a business with me. And she was like, I mean, I'll help you get started. But you know, she's like, doesn't want to do that full time. Um, But we were sitting at a soccer game and my friend Ginger was like, I'm down. (laughs) And um, then like her job changed. And so now we just decided to jump into it. So that's how it started. It was very true to my style, like spontaneous, random and that's how it started. So it was not, you know, anything crazy, but we're hoping that, um, there's people in the Columbus area that would love to use our services. So our company name is Ginger and Lou. Lou was my nickname when I was younger and we're on Instagram and you can just message me through here. And And she's being so humble, but she's already had like several jobs that are beautiful. So go check out all of ginger and Lou's work they just did some beautiful cabins that are not mine in the hawking hills <laughs> yeah I'm like how many more friends do we have that like have places in hawking hills um, I'm just glad I get me, I'll sign you up and give me a year and I'll have you over yay um so anyways it's just fun you know fun work and I think like that's open for all of us right it's like if I think this is a sidebar. I think everyone is creative. I think everyone can find your outlet, whether again, like that's gardening or whether that's like actually putting something together or doing that as a career. I think all of us need it. Um, I don't think we should count ourselves out from being creative. I think that is what brings people joy. And so um, I just feel like my, I don't know, what is the word? Like my advice or my like whatever would be find something that you can do to work towards and even if it isn't perfect in the beginning like find something that makes you happy you know because if you're working a job that's stressful especially find something on the outside that brings you joy absolutely I think that's so important to have something outside of work and like I have heard this multiple times stated a little bit differently um and I just want to go back for a second and say that like social media is an awesome tool. And this was not us. We're not throwing shade on social media on this episode. I use it. Yeah. We're both on it all the time. (laughs) Day long. Like I, you know, but I do try to create more than I consume on there. And when I notice that I'm over consuming, I step back from it and, and that's taken some work, but anyway, the advice that I've been given in multiple different forms, but basically is the same thing is like, keep your head down and stay focused and, and look down and work and work and and create, create, create. And then every once in a while, lift your head up to look over to the right, look over to the left, consume, consume for a second seat, check in with everybody else around you and then put your head back down. And mostly your head is down and you are focused and you are working and you are creating. And every once in a while, peek side to side and see what consume, see what's going on around you. But let it inspire you, but then put your head back down and stay focused, you know? And I think 
that has really spoken to me and maybe will speak to you too. If you find yourself in a, in a cycle of consuming, like just put your head down and focus and work and create something, whether it's just a journal in the morning to like get your feelings out or a garden and, you know, it doesn't have to be in, in, on land. It could be in pots or whatever, whatever sets your soul on fire, like focus Mm -hmm. on it and then look around for inspiration every once in a while. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we do talk about social media a lot on here and maybe that's not even your jam, but I do think it's like this tricky place where a lot of people can make a full-time career, whether that's like influencing quote unquote, or whether that's like, even what I'm doing with this new wallpaper business. If I don't take pictures, like I can't market, you know? And so whatever your business is, unless you're like working, like when you're at, like, you don't have to post when you're being a nurse, like you're going to go in, you're going to be a nurse. Like you don't need to advertise that. But if you're in any sort of business for yourself or anything like that, this is an awesome entrepreneurial role. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a great tool to help propel your business forward. And so that's where you create, right. But you also have to be mindful of like, like I go into a project being like, all right, well, I'm going to take a couple of videos so that at the end of the project, I can put together a quick little reel and be done. I don't spend a ton of time on it. It's not perfect. I just want to be able to showcase like what we've done. And I also want to have a portfolio for me because people are going to ask like, well, what projects have you done? You know? And so I think some of that is like, it comes with the territory. And so I have like the utmost respect for anybody who's built a brand or a business utilizing these tools, because the consistency and the thought that it takes to, to keep propelling a business forward is incredible actually. And so, um, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of thought and preparation. And so, um, you know, we can do both, like we can be creators and then like, let ourselves like enjoy, um, what else is out there? You know, I just think it's a huge yeah. balance that because it's so new, a lot of us struggle with. I struggled. I mean, I've had seasons where I struggled a lot with, and I'm like, Ugh, you know, you don't want to yeah. be on a filter. Right. Totally. And on that note, this is something I was thinking about yesterday. Um, if you see someone on social media creating content and you see the time that they've put into it, like just give them a little like, like just support them with a like, you don't have to buy anything from them or even comment, but just like, like their content, because like you just said, it does take a lot of work. First of all, it takes a lot of bravery to put yourself out there and and be vulnerable on social media for a huge audience. You know, it it is a great tool. It's the, it's the easiest way for you to reach large amounts of people. But I, I think because there's so much content out there that we've kind of gotten numb as consumers to it. And so we scroll, 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 you know, the statistics are like insane. Like you have to catch someone's attention in 0.99099 seconds or, you know, the lot beyond to the next thing. And so just try to be aware of that and like slow down your scroll a little bit and give a little bit of love to anyone who's out there creating content because, um, yeah, especially if you're going back to it all the time. Like you do like it. So actually, yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Like I, sometimes people will be like, oh, I loved that thing you posted, that craft you posted the other day. But then they never liked it on Instagram, which is fine. But 
it did take some work for me to put that reel out there. So I would appreciate if you liked it to like it, <laughs> you know, and this is not like only for me. I mean this for everyone no. who's out there creating content. Like, Well, because what up. happens is then like you start engaging with those people that you appreciate their content and then that helps propel their business forward. So it's like, totally. you are helping them because you it's just a way to enjoy it. Yeah, don't just go liking stuff you don't, but if you appreciate it. And I think it's like, I mean, we could go on and on about why people don't do that, but I think it's a whole nother thing of like, it's okay to celebrate your friend who's doing a new thing or doing something and loving that for them. And like, I don't, I don't know. Do, uh, that's like a whole rabble, but like, I don't know why people choose to like only look at things, but not engage. I'm not really sure. Um, but it always does feel nice when, you know, you have that support there, especially when you're doing like, you know, you're starting your farm or you're doing new things with your homeschool, um, stuff. And like, you're doing this so that you can share what you've done with other people so that they can, replicate right so it is right. nice to yeah yeah just support your support your entrepreneurial friends out there hustling yeah. their way on the oversaturated gram um, it is so there. oversaturated oh my gosh and like PSA for the day yeah <laughs> um well you know go out there and create we are too we're trying we're doing all we're trying to I have not started my garden though and I I don't know. I think I'm going to do it small this year, but we'll see. Yeah. Small is good. Scale back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And went like bananas last year and it felt like it all grew into each other. And then it, you grew bananas last year. <laughs> like I where went, do you live? Bananas with the garden. Oh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I knew that you just, I moved to okay. Maui over the last summer and grew bananas. Um, <laughs> Do, does Maui have bananas? I don't even know. But anyway, so in the jungle, I, uh, no, I went bananas and I think I like placed everything too close together. I didn't, they didn't have room. I don't know. Was oh it? yeah. 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 You know what I mean, like the snap, like they were all good for a minute and I just felt like my, my, I did that the first, the first year I gardened, I was like, Oh, the seed is so tiny. Let me put this right here. Oh. And then a centimeter later, I'll do another seed, not accounting for like like they need to grow and have space to fruit and all the things. And I, yeah, that's a, I feel like that's a very common gardening problem. Yeah. So start small, tomato, start small and space let your stuff have space to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Creators. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.